The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. I was a 
to us. Divine prosperity belongs to us. I'm going to share something with you today. I was studying along the line and reading some of Brother T.L. Osborne's writings, and T.L. and Daisy tell of a wonderful miracle that I want to tell you about today because it fits in. Hosea 4.6 says, My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Remember John Osteen said one time, it's in his testimony, he said, for 18 years, he said, I was kept in bondage or captivated, and I wasn't making any progress to any degree with one concept or one idea. And that one concept or idea was, is that when the last apostle had died off, then all the miraculous ceased on the earth, and that everything went to a natural state and went only into the hands of learned physicians and others and so forth. But that the day of miracles was over with. And... Uh, and Brother Osteen also brought out, he said, if there had been a day of miracles as such, then that day could pass. But there has always been a God of miracles, and he has never passed off the scene. But, you know, just that one thought captivated him for 18 years. But, you know, the light shined to him, and, and he kept in the word and so forth. And one day the light shined that he could be filled with God's Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit then began to show and to teach and to reveal things. I think that's a wonderful thing for every believer to pray today is, Oh, God, fill me with your Holy Spirit. And then, Holy Spirit, teach me, freely teach me all things. The Bible says that he does that. But, you know, it's up to us to take a hold of it. I'm open, Holy Spirit. You know, I can either be rebellious or too busy or whatever to be taught. You know, um, you got to go to classroom, you know, to be taught. And so we got to open ourselves up to God's Holy Spirit for him to show us things. Be in God's word. Be in walking in love. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. You know, your faith cannot go beyond the level of your knowledge. You can hope, you can desire, you can long for, you can wish, but you can only have faith in something, and that is four things that you know about from God's Word. And once you know it's God's will to prosper you, to heal you, that you have a happy life and marriage and relationships, once you know that, then you're free to reach out and receive it and enjoy it. So we want to make sure we're still uh, after God's knowledge. And, you know, it would be good to say, Oh, Father, my heart pants after your knowledge as the deer pants after the water brook. I thirst for you, O oh God. I thirst for your fellowship and, and your friendship and the knowledge of your word. You know, T.L. and Daisy, I mentioned them a moment ago. Uh, I think this is a tremendous testimony. The Bible says, as many as received him to them, gave he power to become the sons and the daughters of the living God. And it says, as many as touched him were made perfectly whole. That means touching Jesus. And uh, so this was a meeting that Brother and Sister Osborne were in. And, and they, would, they were teaching along this line. 
And so they spoke along the line that uh, now is your time to accept Jesus as your personal Savior. Now is your time to touch Jesus with your faith and be made completely whole of any problem that would plague you. And Jesus is looking at you now. He's listening to you now. And you can have what you want from Jesus right now. Do you believe that God loves you as much as he loves a villager in another country? The question is asked. Uh, these principles uh, are as illustration uh, to, to just to help you take a hold of what God has for you. There was a young villager in Africa. Uh, this young villager had been critically wounded in a very serious fall, and his spine was crushed, and so he couldn't walk, and, and so he was a cripple. Uh, he was operated on several times, but was left hopeless and helpless. And they took him back to his African village to die. He was left totally paralyzed and crippled. As the years wore on, his family got tired of taking care of him. Finally, his three brothers told his mother and father, We're tired of waiting on Isaac. We're not going to help him anymore. It's better that he die. If we keep feeding him and helping him, he's going to keep on living. That may sound cruel to you, but... That's what they said, and they built a little hut for him, and they put him in there, then they left him to die, and that's where a young national preacher found him, and, D and Sister Daisy said that this young preacher had uh, uh, a tape unit, a little little tape player uh, that had been provided through the Osborne Ministries, and we had provided, in fact, hundreds of them for this area. Uh, he had the cassette of one of the messages that Brother Teal had preached in a open-air crusade there. It had been inter interpreted in the native language of the crippled man so he could understand this tape message. Oh, thank God for tapes. This young preacher left the tape player loaded with fresh batteries together with this cassette of the message that T.L. Osborne had preached in the crusade. T.L. said, I'd explained to the people about the power of the gospel. In essence, I'd preached along these same ideas that Daisy and I have shared many, many times. Um, we had prayed for the great crowd of people in this meeting, and it, all this got on the tape, you see. And they had believed the gospel. They had accepted Christ as Savior. Many had been saved. They repeated the prayer. Then after praying for the sick, uh, we told them to act according to their faith and to do what they could not do before. Hundreds of wonderful miracles had taken place, and many of them had rushed to the platform to witness and to show the public what had happened to them. So here was this poor villager lying on the earthen floor of this little hut they'd built for him, uh, this family had built. They left him there to die, but he's listening to this cassette. He listened and listened. Finally, as he understood the same principles of the gospel, which uh, had been shared in the meeting, he said, I've listened enough, and he turned the cassette player off. He said, it's time for me to pray like the people did in the crusade. God answered them. God will answer me. He cried and he prayed to the Lord. I guess we could say he named his claim. After he had prayed a long time, he said to himself, I've prayed long enough. <laughs> That's good. It's time for me to quit listening and to quit praying. It's time for me to do something and put my faith into action. And that's what he did. He decided to get up and walk, but nothing happened. He tried again and again. He couldn't get up on his feet. He bumped and bruised his head and his body as he floundered and struggled all over the floor. He'd push his shoulders up against the wall and try to raise his body. Then he would collapse and fall back, bruising himself again and again. But he never gave up. He kept doing all he could do. My friend, that's what you need to be doing, doing all you can do to put your faith into action. Finally, in a moment of desperation, something warm 
came down through his head. It was the Holy Spirit of God. Flowed down through the bones of his spine, and that dear man was instantly healed at that moment. He jumped up and ran out of that hut. He was almost crazy with joy. The townspeople were amazed. He yelled at them, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. Look at me, look at me. He started running. As he ran through the village, he yelled to his mother and to his father, uh, Come and see me, come and see me, I'm healed. And they stuck their heads out of their hut. And when they saw him, the old mama screamed out, Oh, it's my son's ghost. And they all ran in different directions. He ran after his mother, tackled her, pulled her to the ground and said, Mama, Mama, touch me. It's me. I've been healed. Jesus Christ has healed me. Praise God. Did you like that testimony today? You get moving. You, you listen. You pray. There's a time to stop praying and start acting and do like this young man. And the God's Holy Spirit will flow down into you and meet your needs and rescue you. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Stop.